and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And today we have a returning guest and we're going to be diving into a topic that is extremely relevant, extremely important right now. If you're ready to finally scale with YouTube ads, I have a free exclusive event just for you. Our YouTube ad experts here at OMG, including myself, are partnering with our team at Google to deliver a power-packed virtual event. We're calling it YouTube Ads for E-Commerce, the winning formula for scale. During the event, we'll show you exactly how other e-commerce brands we work with are spending $5,000, $10,000, even $30,000 per day or more profitably with YouTube ads. You'll get to learn directly from Google with information from their Unskippable Labs team. This presentation on what ads get skipped and what ads don't is amazing. I've seen it before, and it will definitely help drive more conversions for you. You can also ask your burning YouTube ad questions to our expert panel. And as a bonus, fellow podcaster and e-commerce expert Kurt Elster will be talking about landing page optimization to add fuel to your customer acquisition efforts. When you sign up today, you'll also get access to the replays. Check it out at omgcommerce.com under events or visit the show notes for this episode. And now back to the show. And so with me on the show today, I have Mr. Ari Baga. Ari and I met a few years ago now, several years ago, at a, a smart marketer event. So mutual connection, mutual friend, and Ezra Firestone. We were both speaking at this event. I heard Ari speak and thought, man, this dude is smart. He's a whiz kid of, of sorts when it comes to text marketing and, and more than text marketing. Uh, he's also, but he's known as the text marketing guy. And so we're going to be talking about how to use SMS and text marketing in 2021. What should we be doing, not doing? How does this all work? So with that in mind, Ari, welcome to the show again, and thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we both work in the e-commerce space, or that that's where we tend to play. And of course, the audience here is all e-commerce. And so we're going to be talking about, you know, how to use SMS and text marketing in, in an e-commerce environment. And so I think one of the first questions people think of is, yeah, okay, so if we're sending marketing messages through text to prospects and customers, won't they just get annoyed? Like, won't they just be uh, mad at us? Will we be worse off for sending these than, than um, yeah, you know, having not sent them? So what is your what are your thoughts there? Are text messages annoying? And how do we make sure that they're not annoying? Sure. Uh, this is one of the things that I hear all the time. And uh, it always comes up in every conversation, right? Uh, it's kind of like going back to pop-ups, right? People think pop-ups are annoying, like no right. one should be using pop-ups. I think it's kind of the same conversation. Um, so I think that, you know, people have had bad experiences with text marketing where, you know, you never subscribe, you go home and then you receive a random text message uh, and you wonder like, you know, how did they get my number and how did they uh, send this text message out to me? Um, so people have had those bad experiences, right? And it's completely understandable for people to be skeptical of the text marketing channel. But I think that at the end of the day, you're not your customer. And we've had many brands that thought text marketing wouldn't work. Uh, they try it, revenue comes in within a week, and then they uh, they love it and they want to do more. Um, so I, I, 
I think that, you know, you're not your customer. It's always great to test something out before making the judgment that, you know, it's not going to work for my audience. You know, it's annoying. Uh, people are not going to want to receive text messages. And we've done a recent 2020 state of DDC text marketing report. And we found out that over the past year, over 81% of consumers have signed up to receive text messages from Shopify stores. And over 79% of consumers want to receive text messages. Um, and most of them are already receiving text messages from presidential campaigns, two-factor authentication, delivery notification. So it's not something new that someone hasn't seen. Most people already have text messages going to their inbox. Um, so that said, people are already using it. Um, you never know until you test it out. Uh, yeah. The data is there, that the revenue is there. So yeah, you might as well uh, give it a try. I love that. So, so several lessons there that are really important. Uh, the first one that I'll point out is, yeah, you you are not your customer. I am not my customer, right? We can certainly take our own experiences and and learn from them and maybe apply them to our customer. But you have to you have to be open to testing things. And even if you hate getting text messages of any kind or you hate getting marketing messages via text. There's a lot of people, 81%, uh, who have signed up to receive text messages from a merchant in the last year. That's significant. And I know for a lot of people, that is their primary mode of communication. I think that's that's pretty far-reaching. I think most people are, are avid texters now. Um, and if it's not the favorite mode of, of communication, it's, it's certainly up there. Um, I think the other thing, and I'm glad you... you use the analogy of a pop-up, right? We all hate pop-ups. Pop-ups are, that's a bad word, you know, pop-up blockers and, and you know, the different uh, browsers now have pop-up blockers in them. But really, we don't like bad pop-ups, right? If, if there's a message, yes. like a welcome message that shows up on a site we really wanted to visit and it's an offer for something we really want or a discount or something new, then it's welcome, right? Then we're okay with it. So, um I think the same is true with text, right? Bad texts are annoying, but yes. text to the right people with the right message at the right time can be really, really positive. And so, so can you kind of talk mm -hmm. about that? Like, how do we how do we go about operating our text mar uh, messaging uh, plan strategy mm -hmm. so that it's effective and not annoying? Exactly. Yeah, uh, you definitely got that one. That you know bad texts are annoying um, and good texts are welcome, right? Um, so I think one of the first things um, to do in order to start setting up text marketing uh, is to figure out like what platform you want to use. Um, and not to say that platform matter because at the end of the day, everyone has access to the same platforms, but there's a reason why some brands are doing great uh, and some are not. And that is because it's the strategy that really matters. Um, so that said, you know, platforms like Postscript, Attentive, um, Yapo, SMS, or some of the great ones out there that are built for e-commerce um, that you can start using today. Uh, and once you have that, uh, I think it's really important to figure out some of the ways that you can grow your list, right? Because at the end of the day, if you don't have uh, a list, uh, you're not going to make any money. You know, I've had many people come up to me. I've tried text marketing. It doesn't work. Uh, and I asked how many subscribers do you have? And it's like, I have 250 subscribers, um, uh, well, you can't do that much uh, with that many subscribers. It's really important to uh, keep it on your list. Um, so uh, we can get, get into some of the strategies uh, to grow your list. Uh, but 
once you have your list, then uh, there it comes the content, right? What do you send? Um, and we can break that one down to automated flows, campaigns, as well as customer support. Um, and lastly, optimizing, looking at the data uh, and continue to, uh, tweaking things, the testing to continue improving. Uh, those are some of the ways that I recommend people to start uh, text marketing. Um, right. Uh, but yeah, we can dive into uh, each of those. Yeah, I love that. So that's fantastic. Let's talk platforms for just a second. And I'm glad you mentioned that it's not so much about the platform as it is how you execute, right? How do you build your yes. list? What content are you sending? What's your strategy, right? Like that always matters more than the platform. But but any any additional feedback on platform? You mentioned several any any places that are better to start for beginners or better for people with, with small lists versus large lists? I, any additional context mm -hmm. you'd provide on, on platforms? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually people ask me what's my favorite platform. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't have one. Uh, I love all of them. They're all our partners, <laughs> but if you're new Postscript, um, is a really great one, especially for Shopify brands. They only serve Shopify brands. Mm -hmm. Postscript is a really great one. Um, Yapple SMS Bump is also another one. Um, I know my friend Ezra is launching his own text marketing app called uh, Connect uh, for his audience um, that you guys are going to be able to check out soon. Uh, I'm going to be uh, doing a few things here and there with Ezra. Um, so that one is good. And then you have Attentive for bigger brands if you're doing, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of text messages uh, per week, um, then I highly recommend Attentive. Uh, they integrate with more than Shopify, Magento, WooCommerce, uh, custom-built platforms. Um, so that, that's, that's more attentive. for like brands. Yeah, Attentive, great. that's more for like, you know, bigger and lar larger brands. Great, okay, awesome. Uh, sounds great. So let's talk then, let, let's, let's transition to growing the list because if you don't have a list, you don't really have any text marketing abilities. So... How, how does one go about building a list? Yeah. Um, so one of the first things is to figure out like what, uh, what's going to get someone to actually join the list, right? Like what's the incentive? Uh, what are you going to offer someone? Uh, what is the value for someone to join your list? Uh, because let's be honest, you know, people are not just out hanging, you know, handing out their phone numbers. Uh, it's very hard to get yeah, someone's phone I'm number. Saying, I'm not, I'm not getting um, enough so, text right now. I'd really like to... I could find some advertisers <laughs> and some marketing text. That'd be great. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so people are not doing that uh, right now. Uh, so yeah, well, what is the value in someone joining your list? And I think the value is the power of community. Um, how can you build um, an engaged audience that, you know, when you launch a product, when you have a promotion, they go crazy, you sell out the product. Uh, so those are some of the ways that we're looking at text marketing. Um, so, um, I was just like in a clubhouse room with some brands, uh, and they were talking about how they make it a little bit Quite hard. Quick side note, how, how are you liking clubhouse? Has that been valuable for you? Have you been making <laughs> connections? Are you using it? Well, I, I'm on clubhouse, but not doing anything. So I, I'm about to change that. Uh, so if you want to connect yeah. with me on, on, uh, clubhouse, let's do it. But uh, how is it working for you? Yeah, I just started using it too. Um, I know you can connect with some, uh, you know, top talent and great brands, great marketers, uh, people that you don't have access to on a regular basis. Um, so for me, it's been great to um, get those people into another other sessions, have conversations, and then maybe um, take it uh, to the next level. 
Um, so that's kind of like how I'm planning on using it. I'm very new to it. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I've been in rooms, you know, hearing people talk, uh, just checking it out functionality wise, how it works and everything. Uh, but I, I think it's a great platform to connect with like people that, you know, you can't just like email and get a conversation, but if you, you know, invite them to clubhouse, they might join you in for a conversation. Um, so yeah, like you could even like do this podcast like on Clubhouse. On Clubhouse, yeah, um, yeah. I've had yeah. a few people <laughs> that, you know, the, the, the podcast content is great for Clubhouse. I'm just, yeah, I'm still figuring it out, uh, but, but I'm going to accelerate that endeavor and uh, hopefully be more active on Clubhouse soon. So um, so I love this idea of building community and figuring out, you know, what kind of, what kind of incentive are we going to offer? How do we get someone to give us mm-hmm. their, their number? But, but practically speaking, tactically speaking, what, yes. what does that look like? Yeah, um, almost turned into a clubhouse expert for a second. Uh, <laughs> let's get back into yeah, I, I was uh, totally was making mental notes. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, those tips. <laughs> yeah, uh, so with tech, text marketing, like anywhere you can collect an email, you can collect a phone number. Um, the only thing is that we're, you know, making sure that you're compliant, that someone is actually opting in to receive that text message. Um, so if you have an email pop-up, you can have a... Uh, phone number field um, as well and collect that phone number. I know the platforms that I mentioned make it really easy to collect both an email and a phone number. Uh, this could be a whole other topic. You know, do, do you focus on email or text? Um, so what I would say is that on mobile traffic, I prioritize text. And then on desktop traffic, prioritize email first, but also collect the phone number. Yeah. Uh, because if someone is on their phone, they're, you know, it's super easy for them to get that text, whether you're offering discount or whatever it is you're offering to get them in, it's super easy for them to opt in. So uh, on mobile, definitely prioritize text. Uh, checkout is a really great one too. If you're using any like Shopify checkout, Zipify, Carthook, whatever you name it, you can get that customer's phone number at checkout. Um, and have them subscribe to receive abandoned cart messages, uh, follow-up And is that just as simple as, as just having a field for phone number? Or are you explaining, or you're putting that field there and then saying, hey, here's why you should give us your number? Or, or what do you advise there? Um, so you can have a checkbox that says, like, uh, you know, subscribe to receive our text messages um, or subscribe to receive offers, updates, um, early access to product launches, et cetera. Um, so usually like if you have Shopify Plus, it allows you to add an extra checkbox at checkout and that would allow you to collect them as a subscriber. Got it. Got it. Okay. And 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 are you seeing, uh, like what, what kind of percentages are you, are you seeing or should you be seeing to get, you know, new tech subscribers? Yeah, so that's a good question. On average, we're looking at 5% opt-in rates. Um, and like, you know, people usually like say, okay, but I'm getting like 15% over email. Uh, but like we have a brand that's doing the same amount of revenue with email and text, but they have like 10% of the list uh, of their email list. Um, so we even had a brand that had 50,000 subscribers doing $1 million a month in text marketing just via text alone. Wow. Um, so, you know, the size of the list isn't that important because the text marketing is very different where you're getting 99% open rates, you're getting right. 10, 20, 30% click-through rates. Um, so those numbers are pretty crazy. And you have brands that are selling out their products uh, just via text, even before sending it to their email list. So, 
um, even though small lists can, you know, do really large numbers of, of revenue just because of the reach uh, and the yeah. engagement. Totally makes sense. Yeah. And so even if you are getting 5% opt-in on, on text versus say 20% or something on email, the responsiveness of that text list really balances it out. And, and it is true. Like when you get a text message, it's much more personal. It's a little more intimate and you're going to check, right? You get a text message, you know, ignore that. Everybody check, Everybody looks at every yeah. text message. Right? <laughs> Maybe I, uh, you know, opt out or something if I forgot I opted in, but, but I'm going to see it. Um, I'm going to get it. So um, totally makes sense. So, so we're, we're yes. opting in by really, you know, in, in the, in the cart and the checkout, anywhere we have an email opt-in, why not ask for text as well? Any, and I love the idea of, of prioritizing text for mobile traffic and then maybe leading first with email for desktop traffic, certainly still asking for text um, in both. Mm -hmm. any, any other tips for how to get subscribers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think when people look at text marketing, they think that, you know, text is out to get email um, or like you're supposed to shut down your email service and, <laughs> and just use text marketing. But uh, we want both channels to be working together. So we're not looking to stop in any uh, email marketing in any way. Uh, we're looking to leverage both channels and have them work together uh, because we've done this test where, you know, we'll send out just like uh, for this brand, uh, we'll send out one text message alone. I think that did about 6,000, send out one email alone. And that did around $3,400. And when we sent out an email and a text and we did $15,000. So nice. uh, because you're using both both you're generating more revenue. Um, so don't look at it as like, hey, I have to shut out. You know, I don't have to do email anymore. I have to focus on We want both to work together. So um, that said, uh, with collecting subscribers, you can leverage your own audiences. If you have Instagram follow-ups, do swipe ups uh, leading to text. Um, we've had brands that are now adding stickers um, to, let's say their retail products. Like if you're selling in, um, on Amazon or on Target, whatever. Uh, you can get those customers, consumer, you can add a sticker that says text this keyword to this number um, to get this offer. And that could be a great way to customers to come over to direct to consumer as well. You can leverage uh, Facebook ads uh, to collect phone numbers. Uh, the possibilities are endless. Um, so yeah, but those are some of the top ways that I recommend for brands. Love it. Love it. So this would be a good point then to kind of transition in into content. What are we actually sending? And you talked about, you know, uh, auto auto campaigns for things like abandoned cart and whatnot. So we'll have you break that down. Customer support. And I think you had one other category as well. So you want to you kind of talk that through? What, what, are the, what are the main elements? Uh, what are the main content types that we're running with our, our text marketing? Sure. Automated messages are part, like a huge part of email marketing, right? You know, someone gives you their email, then automated welcome series. Um, they go through an, uh, an abandoned cart series, um, et cetera. Um, so we want to do the same over. But when it comes to content, you don't want to just like copy the same thing, email and just paste it in text because text in itself is different. Is a one-to-one -one communication channel. Like when you talk with friends, family, coworkers, uh, you're having a conversation with, you know, it's not anything professional, serious. It's uh, emojis, GIFs, images, et cetera. They use it like the same way um, and kind of humanize the brand a little bit uh, instead of being like too more casual uh, when it comes to text. 
Um, and when it comes to automated flows, well, a welcome series. And the purpose of the welcome series is to introduce um, your brand's customers. And if you have an incentive, you can deliver that incentive in the first message. And over a, you know, a period of like 14 days, you can deliver text messages that convinces someone to buy. You can focus on the value of the product, uh, social proof, uh, over 250,000 customers are using this product. Um, scarcity, because, you know, people are going to get that text, right? How can you get them to act right away when they receive that text message? If you're sending an offer, does it expire within the next 24 hours? Uh, so things like that, that you can add to your text messages that would get uh, those customers to act pretty quickly. And then you have your abandoned cart flows. And the purpose of the abandoned cart flows is to get that customer to come back and complete checkout. Um, so what you can do is, you know, many brands have an abandoned cart set up over email already. Um, so what we want to do here is maybe send a text out within 30 minutes to an hour after they abandon their cart. Because when most people are shopping, they most of the time have their phone on them already. Yep. So it might be better to send them that abandoned cart um, within an hour to get them to come back. And if they don't purchase, then they, they can receive that email within like four hours or so. So if you're looking at how can I use both flows at the same time, we typically just stagger them, just send out the text, uh, the text first since it's going to get the most. Makes, makes way more yes. sense, yeah. Yeah, it will be way quicker and then you can have that email go out. And obviously the platforms are connected to Shopify. If someone makes a purchase on text, they're not going to receive it in email after. Um, so that, that solves that problem there. Um, and then post-purchase, you know, order confirmation messages. You know, we've had many brands um, say that, you know, their customers ask like, hey, did, did my order process? And their customer support team gets that like every single day, many, many times. So what if you could send an order confirmation via text and right. be sure that someone is going to receive it uh, so that you don't have them reaching out to your customer support team um, asking if their order uh, has processed. Uh, and one thing that we did find uh, over the past year is that when someone is bu in buying mode, they're more likely to buy again. Yeah. So if you send them a thank you message and say, hey, here's another 10% off for your next order, they're probably going to come back uh, and purchase again. So that could be a great way for post-purchase to, to get those customers to come back. And then you have reviews. You can you know, hit up those customers maybe in two weeks after the product is delivered uh, to leave a review. Uh, if you're using Yapo's product, it integrates with their uh, loyalty uh, and reviews uh, program. So it makes it really easy to set up. And then you have your customer win back, right? You know, After four or five weeks, you can send that customer uh, who have purchased like certain collections, like other products in the same collections that they're more likely to buy. And that could be a great way to bring them back. But those are some of the initial flows that I recommend uh, in terms of uh, uh, setting up your automated flows. Love it. Love it. And then, and then what, and then customer support also makes sense. And, and so order confirmation, do you like shipping confirmation as well? I know a lot of people really like to know when their item ships also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shipping confirmation. Actually, for one brand, we saw that shipping confirmation was generating uh, a lot of revenue uh, for some reason. Um, so if you notify that customer and then maybe send them a link uh, to check out another product or wh whatever it is, uh, you might also see people coming in and end up buying the product. Um, so yeah, those automated flows are great. 
but you also have campaigns, right? Broadcast yeah. campaigns. Um, you know what? What people usually find as spam, like, hey, don't don't send me any promotional offers. Uh, but those work really great. You know, people always ask me like, what's the right cadence? Should I send like once a week, once a month? You know, it really depends on your audience and how great your content is, uh, because it, it's not the channel; it's the content that people usually don't like. So if you're seeing high unsubscribe rates, that means that you need to redo your content. You need to humanize it. You need to um, send something that is unique, something that they're not seeing like on your website, um, something that you know, they have not received through email already. Because what's the point of me subscribing to your text list if you, you send me an email saying the same thing, right? You know, there's no reason for me to engage anymore right. because I've already seen that message. So when it comes to those campaigns, you don't have to do sales all the time. Like every marketer that I talk to is like, hey, text is like, it's a sales channel. Like people send the same discount every other day. Um, so you don't have to do discounts. Like I think marketers think that they think that they have to do discounts, but you don't, you really don't have to. Like if you want to send content that is fun, engaging, um, like you can do that. You don't have to offer a discount every single time and you can see, um, super high open rates, click-through rates, and conversion rates doing that. So uh, I really think that, yeah, for your broadcast campaigns, if you're seeing high unsubscribe rates, you know, find a different direction for your content. Like yeah. we've had a brand that was like really skeptical about text. They were doing it, but they were kind of scared. They were sending one text every month. Uh, we took over, we started sending two text messages per week and their unsubscribe rate went from 8.9% to 2.9% uh, within like four weeks. Uh, although we increased the frequency, yeah. uh, the content was better um, and they generated more revenue. Um, so at the end of the day, if you do it right, you know, it's going to be a great channel. You're going to get people engaging. Yeah. And what's so interesting about that, because I, I even think about, I'll think about this from a consumer standpoint, Sometimes I'll sign up for a text service. And then if I don't hear from that brand for a long time, I may forget that I subscribed, right? Or be like, oh, I'm no longer interested in this thing anymore, right? If it's like four weeks after I signed up. So I can, I can see where the scenario you just laid out, where maybe if you're sending too infrequently, that increases the number of opt-outs, right? Where if you're sending a little more often and you're, and you're building that relationship in that community and the messages are fun and engaging and maybe there's a combination of, education and fun, you know, with, with sales and then also like new product launches and stuff like that. I'm assuming that's a great place to use text and, and for events and things like that as well. Yeah. 100% product launches are great. It's probably my favorite part of text marketing because you have brands that are launching new products. Uh, what we typically do is we send it early, like maybe 24, 48 hours early to our text list. And some brands will actually sell out their products before even sending it to their email list. Um, so if you do text marketing right and keep your list engaged, when you have those product launches, those promotions, uh, they're just going to sell out quickly and you probably won't even have to send it to your email list. Um, so typically what I recommend is for uh, a brand... Um, to um, keep their list engaged. You don't have to do promotions all the time, but um, send out content uh, that is relevant um, and fun. Uh, use gifts. Gifts uh, really help in uh, 
keeping the user's attention for a lot longer. So instead of them just opening up the text and closing it, now they open it up, there's a flashy image showcasing the product, uh, they know what you're promoting, um, and they're more likely to also click. So that's another hack that uh, you can leverage for increasing your engagement. Cool, love it. Well, final concept, final topic here as we as we look to kind of wrap up. Let's talk about optimizing, split testing. You know, how do we get better and better? Because as marketers, that's what we should be doing. You know, whether we're running YouTube campaigns or search and shopping campaigns or Amazon ad campaigns, we're always finding winners. We're finding, we're identifying losers. We're adjusting. We're tweaking. We're optimizing. What does that look like from a, an SMS standpoint? How are you optimizing and, and improving? Sure. Yeah. You know, like in the e-commerce space, uh, there's a saying that set it and forget it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sure you've heard of it. Uh, so we, we, we tend to do the opposite. Yeah, uh, we want to yeah. set it up and look at it every single day. Uh, so split tester is a split testing is a core component of what we do. And split testing allows you to really figure out like, you know, is it the messaging that could help me optimize uh, improve my campaigns? Is it uh, adding an image, a GIF? Is it the call to action? Is this the segmentation? Uh, segmentation is a core part of text marketing, especially if you're using Shopify, you have a lot of different segments that you can use. So I always recommend segmenting. And this goes into like engagement, right? The more relevant the content is, the more engagement you get, the more revenue you're going to generate. Um, so don't be one of those marketers who, you know, send out like blanket emails to like 500,000 people get like 8% open rates and like maybe like half a percent click through rates. Um, so, and that is because they're not segmenting. They're not trying to create different content um, that's more relevant. If you do that through text, you're going to get the same result. You're going to have that big list and you're going to have little to nobody engaging. Uh, so what we want to do is we want to segment, uh, send more relevant content. And although you might have a higher frequency, you're going to see that the content is relevant and you're going to get more people clicking through and buying the product. Um, so split testing is, uh, uh, is part of that too for your automated flows, uh, split testing, uh, the times that you're sending, split testing, the copy, uh, the call to action, uh, scarcity, uh, different components uh, that you can really split test to figure out like what's going to drive up the clicks, what's going to drop off, drive up the revenue per customer. Um, and looking at data, right? You know, every text that we send, we add, like to add UTM tracking codes because, you know, let's be honest, like every platform likes to over-report on the revenue. For sure. Every um, platform so. <laughs> gets credit for, for one <laughs> Purchase. You know, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say, hey, if I just added up all the conversions from all my channels, my sales yeah. would be double what they actually <laughs> so then, so, uh, But that's just the nature of the platform. So you have to understand that nobody's being nefarious. Um, it's just the nature yeah. of the way the platform's tracking works. You just got to know it going, in, going into it. Yeah. Exactly. So we add a UTM tracking code so that we can double check in Google Analytics and see what the last click attribution in Google Analytics says um, so that, you know, you can take a look at that data and really know what's working and what's not, because obviously like the results would be inflated in the platforms. Um, and using UTM tracking codes, you can really see like um, uh, the conversion rate uh, for all the campaigns that you're launching and then looking at the trends, right? Like I sent this text with, you know, my CEO holding the product is very humanizing versus like a very salesy um, uh, text 
what performed better, like what made it perform better and kind of taking what has already worked and then creating different versions of it um, and continuing to improve. So typically that's how we do it. Um, data is really important. And also like sometimes in Google Analytics, we can create a user profile, like who's engaging with us via text. Because sometimes people think like, hey, it's only like people who are like 18 to 22 years right. old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. That are engaging. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're engaging via text. We have this brand doing over a million a month via text and their audience is like 55 plus. So it's not really like a specific demographic that works. Yeah. It's relevance, like community, people who are engaging with your brand, that's what works. Um, so uh, that's another thing when it comes to data, look at that customer profile and continue to um, create content that's more relevant to them. I love that. I'll, I'll watch the data, always be split testing, always look to get better segmentation so that you can increase your relevance with your message and your offers and, and it just works. I mean, when you, when you put attention on these things, you know, you, you're going to improve your, your performance, no doubt about it. So uh, Ari, let's, let's do this. So we're, we're kind of wrapping up here. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening saying, man, this is good. I love this. I've got to do better with my SMS marketing. Where does uh, Converse Smart come in? So what, what can you do? How can you help people? Because I'm also guessing there's a lot of people watching and saying, I like the idea of doing more SMS marketing, but I don't want to do it myself. So where do you guys come in? Sure. Uh, we come in, <clears throat> usually when someone wants to work with us, they just want to offload everything to us, uh, which we really love because we want control of the channel. Um, usually what I don't like is when someone do, um, and then they try to tell you what to do. Like, you know, you hire the ex the experts do what, you know, right. they're supposed to do. So that's how uh, we approach things at Converse Smart. Um, so we come in from uh, picking up your, picking out your platform, subscriber migration, your strategy, your uh, automated flows, the copywriting, the creative. Uh, we do everything. Like hiring us is like, like 10 people at once uh, to do your text marketing. Um, so uh, those are some of the benefits um, that you're looking at. Um, so manage all of it. Like you really don't have anything to do besides like approve the content. Um, and we're very transparent with our brands um, come from an e-commerce background. And at the end of the day, revenue is what really matters for e-commerce brands. You know, you can create beautiful looking text messages, uh, beautiful looking image. You know, if they don't generate revenue, then who really cares? Right. So right. Uh, that's the mentality that we're bringing for, for the brands. Um, so revenue is always in the back of, you know, in the front of our mind, like what can we do to increase revenue for these brands? And that's what we really focus on. Um, so that's it. For, that's that for, we got into email marketing to uh, like seven months ago. Um, and I know what you're thinking, like, Hey, like, you know, this guy, text marketing, getting into email. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, email is a great channel. Brands have requested the two, the two for us. together so well, though. I mean, they just complement each other. They work well together. Exactly. Yeah. So it just made sense for brands to offer as a service. Um, so we're running the most lean and effective text and email marketing services, helping brands reach their customers on those two channels. Um, so we come in same way, like fully manage white glove text and email marketing service. So that's what uh, we can help e-commerce brands. 
Love it. Uh, that's so good. So Ari, how can people best connect with you? Just through the website, on socials? What, what's the best way to, to connect with you? Yeah, that's, a, that's my favorite question on any podcast. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, go to conversemart.com, C-O-N-V-E-R-S-M-A-R-T.com. Um, and you can reach out to me at Ari at conversemart.com. That's A-R-R-I. You know, this podcast could be eight hours long and I could be here talking about text marketing. So if you have any questions, uh, feel free uh, to reach out to me. More than happy uh, to help you out. Hit up the text marketing guy, the text and email marketing guy now uh, to re rebrand that just a little bit. But yeah, reach out to Ari, <laughs> awesome guy and uh, can help you guys a lot. And so uh, with that, Ari, man, thanks so much. Thanks for coming back on. This has been a lot of fun. And you're right, we could have gone another several hours and then this story would have been engaging. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. It's always great to be yep, here. Ab absolutely. And so with that, uh, as always, thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, and we would love to hear from you. So give us some feedback. What are topics you want us to dive into on the show? What do you like? What do you not like about the show? Uh, and with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session, or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.